This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Radio Live. This is Father Randall Kiesel coming to you live from the Church of St. Michael in Pine Island, Minnesota. Thank you for staying with us here on this Monday morning, beginning of our week. I pray you're having many blessings as we get into this blessed week of our Lord. Our next guest, uh, Father Anthony Robleski from the Diocese of Duluth, is with us. Welcome, Father. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you. I'm glad to be here with you. You're welcome, and we're glad to have you uh, as part of our show this morning. And as we begin, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? I, I know you serve at the Cathedral of Our Lady of the Rosary. That's right. I serve a director at the Cathedral here in Duluth. Uh, it'll be two years that I've been here uh, when it comes up to July. Previous to that, I was 13 years in uh, some parishes in Brainerd, Minnesota. So actually, that's the last time I've been on uh, this. <laughs> Uh, uh, this radio network uh, interviewed at that time on my 25th anniversary, so glad to be with you this morning. Oh, very good. Excellent. And, and uh, I understand coming up here in about a week, you have a parish mission. Can you tell us a bit about uh, what's happening in your mission? Oh, sure. Um, we have a guest speaker, Father Louis Studer. He's the Provincial Superior for the Missionary Oblates of Mary Immaculate in the United States. Uh, uh, they have a number of retreat houses, and they actually got their start as an order in preaching missions in France. So he's going to be coming here to our parishes. I have uh, the cathedral in Duluth here, and also a downtown parish, St. Mary's Star of the Sea, that we have daily masses at noon. And so he's coming up to be able to uh, preach this mission for us. Uh, it'll be the first mission that we've had here since 2019, because the last two years, the missions were canceled because of COVID. So uh, there's some excitement about finally getting back to being able to do the things that we used to do. Mm-hmm. Very good. Yeah, there is excitement for that. I agree with that. And and so when you're getting into the idea of here, the season of Lent, and it's your, your mission's right here in the middle or toward the end of the, the Lenten time, and there is a time in this where there's a special grace. So what, what do you look forward to having this mission right here in Lent? Well, I think that's the best time for missions. As, as far as I've seen in Brainerd, we always had a, a 40 hours during Lent, at which time we had some preacher come and preach on a particular topic. Um, people are, are more geared towards prayer, obviously, during Lent. That's one of the practices we do. Um, and uh, people need to be renewed. We priests, uh, religious as well, we're bound to take retreats every single year, so most of our lay people don't have the, the opportunity to do anything like that, so I think that bishops give our people an opportunity to really enter in spiritually um, and to be able to be nourished, to be refreshed um, uh, at this really great time of the year. Um, we all need that opportunity to, to get closer to the Lord and, and to find some ways in which we can um, increase our faith at this time. Amen. Yeah, there, there's a need to increase our faith, to grow closer to our Lord. Um, and when, when you're getting into the, this mission, are you seeing any else, uh, any other missions around the Diocese of Duluth or any others that you're aware of? Oh, sure. I, I know that at my uh, former parishes in Brainerd, 
They just uh, finished theirs uh, actually yesterday. Again, as I said, uh, we used to do a 40 hours, but it uh-huh. would be preached. So uh, uh, the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, they would have a major preacher. I know our bishop, he would, did the final uh, closing of the 40 hours. And I've heard he, he said some wonderful things that really moved the people there. So um, I've heard other missions that are taking place throughout our diocese. Uh, Lent is one of those times that if you were to take a look at, say, our diocesan newspaper uh, for the month of March, you'd see lots of listings of various missions happening throughout our diocese. And in fact, uh, there may still be some taking place in the parishes uh, wherever people are hearing this broadcast. So take a look in your bulletin, take a look in your diocesan newspaper, and you may still find some opportunities to really be able to enter in uh, somewhere. Amen. That's great advice. Uh, now, going back to your the mission there at the Cathedral of Our Lady of the Rosary, it looks that the topic is finding God in people, places, and events. Can you tell us a little bit about right. the choice of that topic and what it means? Yeah, well, actually, Father Studer was the one that chose that topic, but I think it is a timely topic. We have more and more people in the world that um, really God isn't uh, a regular part of their daily life anymore. Um, We've got a very much secularized society. Um, I think in years past, uh, people just generally took the time to be able to pray during the day. They could see God's work happening wherever it was. If something good happened, they attributed it to to God's graciousness. Nowadays, people tend to go around and hardly even think about the Lord, think about His mother, think about uh, the wonderful things that they do all throughout the day, Uh, the gifts that we have. Every single gift is from Him. And so this is one way for us to be reminded of the fact that um, we can find God anywhere we are. uh, we can seek his intercession, even in the littlest things. Um, and so that's why that topic, I think, is a timely topic. We live in a secularized society that tries to push God out. And so mm-hmm. we Catholics, we Christians, desperately need to see that God is everywhere and God is working in our lives. Yeah, exactly. I, I agree fully that it, we live in a difficult time in particular. You know, lives are very busy. Uh, but for for our listeners, and perhaps maybe we could talk a little bit about that, about the various aspects of our society, because uh, we're so immersed in what I would describe distractions or other things other than God. You know, what, what are the, do you think are the big things that um, lead to the forgetfulness of God in our current time? Oh my gosh, I think... I think the first thing that I would have to say is media, and I'm talking about all the different kinds of media, um, whether it's television, although there, uh, it's not the way it was when I was a kid, uh, but television, I think uh, the Internet, I think all the different kinds of social media, uh, the the various kinds of uh, uh, games that kids play um, on any, uh, all sorts of formats, um, I think just in general, wherever you go, you're finding uh, God has been pushed out of people's lives. Uh, and then if you're watching a movie or a television show, um, they don't show that people are actually uh, going to church, that that's mm-hmm. even a, a simple part of their lives. Uh, when, in fact, sometimes they'll show some historical uh, times 
than where people normally would have been making God a regular part of their lives, but they don't. I was just thinking about this, watching a movie not the other day, and I was thinking those people probably would have been having God as a regular part of their lives, but they never showing up. They never showed up praying or going to church or uh, thanking God or even saying a simple meal, meal prayer when in the times past that would have been a normal thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I I agree with that. That it's there's so many things on it, that have fed into the the forgetfulness. And uh, can you can you touch a little bit more on the uh, say the the entertainment? Even even we see in the behaviors of uh, movies or behaviors in uh, who we hope maybe we might even call them role models. What how does that impact someone when they see those things not oriented toward God? Well, I think that. The fear that I have, and I think the fear that a lot of us have, is that some of the behaviors that we can talk about in the, in the movies, on television, um, even in some news programs, they present as normative uh, things that really are not. So, for example, um, the, the latest thing that we see quite a bit nowadays is uh, the, the transgender issue. And it seems to be presented quite often throughout all sorts of media as something that's normative. And anyone who opposes uh, mm-hmm. the fact of, <laughs> of yeah. we having been created male and female, um, anyone who opposes that is considered intolerant because that is now considered the norm. And there's nothing wrong with that. And, and we should just simply accept it. And I think the media tend to portray it as something that's ordinary, normal. Uh, And then our kids see that, and that becomes a huge problem. Yeah, exactly. You're right on. And then, and then uh, along with that, what is a person to think? What and then maybe this is going to be a part of the of the the mission as well. So, to, how do people cope this? Because we we had something recently in sports that came up here uh, within the last few weeks. But how how does a Catholic look at that and in a sense resist it, or in a sense deal with what the media is presenting as normal when we know well that's not. Oh my! That, <laughs> well, that there's there's a variety of ways that we can do that. The first thing that we have to do. Um, uh, if you're a parent or a grandparent, is continue to teach what the Church teaches regarding um, our lives, being created male and female. I think that's why it's so important that, that families are teaching what the Church teaches, schools are teaching what the Church teaches. And in the city of Duluth, we're going to be opening up our first uh, Catholic high school this fall um, in over 30 years because wow. we feel that we need to have a place where our kids can hear <laughs> what really is normal, what really is God-given. Uh, yes. Because in the schools, they're starting to teach things that really, quite honestly, are, are, are affecting the minds of our children. And so everywhere we are, we first need to teach that which the Church teaches. Um, beyond that, uh, we have to also be involved in our communities to ensure that we, as Christians, are not relegated to the outside, that um, that 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 our our worldview and our view of the human person is something that is uh, is proclaimed as out there, um, and it's not to say that we don't 
love all people out there and we treat them with respect. But we can't allow um, different ways of looking at the human person uh, to become normative when we know what God has taught us. And so we have to be out there and involved in our school boards, the public school boards. We have to be out there um, uh, fighting for what we truly know to be the truth. Very good, Father Robleski. And we're going to go to a little break here now. Please stay with us. Father Randall Cates sure. with Father Anthony Robleski from the Diocese of the Duluth and the Cathedral of Our Lady of the Rosary. More when we get back. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. S.J. Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, S.J. Machine strives to understand and meet our customers' production needs. Prototype to production, working together towards success. S.J. Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, the Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with today's Plan Giving Minute. Philanthropy is an expression of your generosity with the understanding that your gift to the church will make a difference. There are many ways in which you can make a gift to further God's work. Most of us are familiar with cash gifts we give regularly to Real Presence Radio. However, another way of contributing is through Plan Giving, which may allow you to give more than you've ever dreamed possible. The goal of plan giving is to help you plan your estate and charitable giving in a way that benefits you, your family, and our mission. There are several ways you can make these plan gifts and enjoy tax and income benefits. For more information, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings, and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street, in the new Diocesan Building, or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to Real Presence Radio Live. This is Father Randall Kiesel broadcasting live from the Church of St. Michael in Pine Island, Minnesota. Thank you for being with us here this morning. And we're continuing on with Father Anthony Robleski from the Diocese of Duluth and the Rector of the Cathedral of Our Lady of the Rosary. Thank you, Father, for being with us this morning. Happy to be here. And we're talking about your Cathedral Parish mission that is coming up April 3rd to the 6th here, just uh, coming up in just over a week. So the theme, again, finding God in people, places, and events. And what more can you tell us about the theme and, and this topic? Well, I I think I'd like to just start from where we left off before the break, which is uh, equipping our people. Um, uh, You and I have had many years of study, uh, 
uh, of, of scripture, of tradition, and of being able to speak publicly on these things that many of our people have not. And so we need to give them every opportunity, not just to be refreshed and renewed, but the opportunity to be out in the public sphere um, and, and being able to ad- advocate for those things which we, which we need to advocate for as, as followers of Jesus Christ. And so this mission is just one way in which we can do that. I know that our, our current bishop, our brand-new bishop, Bishop Belton, um, he really sees us as a diocese focusing on mission and evangelization. Well, we need to take every opportunity to be able to equip our people. And so uh, one of the ways that we can do that is, is certainly helping them to see how God is active and present every day in their life. And uh, starting with that, seeing how God is active and present, then they can begin to talk about that, that presence of God in their lives and wherever he may be finding uh, a place to, 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 to be with his people there. So I think that's why it's so important to be able to do this. I, I know that we've had um, in Brainerd so many different topics on how to help our people uh, evangelize, to be out in mission. Uh, you know, there used to be a lot more uh, missionaries out there, priests and sisters and brothers, that would go out through the entire world um, preaching Christ for the very first time. We don't have as many as we used to, and so now it's up to us to help our lay people be those missionaries, but not just in, in countries where they've never even heard about Christ. Um, in these countries that once were evangelized, but now so many of our people don't even know Christ, and so we have to re-evangelize them. We have to reintroduce them to Christ, reintroduce them to what does it mean to be a human being in Jesus Christ, and to find the freedom that they can only in Jesus Christ. And so uh, we have to be able to take every single opportunity we can to do that. Amen. Yeah, and this mission sounds like it'll be a great start. I encourage the the good people in the Duluth area who are able to go to attend that mission. Can you t- give us any information on if someone would like to sure. go, uh, what yeah. they could do? Absolutely. Well, uh, it'll begin on Sunday night, this upcoming Sunday. Father Stewart will be there in the fa- first major talk he's going to give is going to be at 7.30 p.m. in the Cathedral Church proper. Um, and then on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, um, he'll give a major talk um, after the noon mass at St. Mary's Star of the Sea, which is a downtown parish, and then in the evenings at 7 p.m., so Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, 7 p.m., I should say, that Monday night, they'll also be given an opportunity for the Sacrament of Reconciliation um, on Tuesday. Uh, the cathedral normally has Adoration of Blessed Sacrament from uh, 3 p.m. until 7, although on Tuesday night we'll continue with Adoration um, until Father's done with his talk and have benediction. And then finally on Wednesday, uh, we'll also offer a procession um, after his talk and benediction. So uh, lots of opportunities to be able to engage not just in the talk, but also in adoring the Lord and in the sacraments themselves, which we know, uh, nourish us better than anything in the whole wide world. Amen. So, yeah. Lots of opportunities there. Yes. Many graces. And are, are there any other special graces that are that will be offered? You know, I know the Church has an opportunity for an indulgence, and can you describe anything else that you may foresee graces for the people who attend? 
Well, you know, I, I I don't know if an indulgence is attached to this particular mission, but I I I think that the, rather than saying a particular grace, um, I think that every single time that I have seen people participate in any mission, they come away with graces they never even thought that they would get. Yes, uh, so grace filled, um, and they get um, healing in a variety of ways. They get power to be able to go out and to evangelize. They find a way to be able to be with their family, find healing within their families. There's so many different ways that people have been touched uh, by those missions. Sometimes even just um, not having a lengthy opportunity to be in front of the Blessed Sacrament, and when you have a procession, you know, the Lord comes so very close to the people. Uh, And I've seen tears because they realize that the Lord is so very close. I mean, the, the sacrament of His body and blood um, is such a wonderful gift that He gave us, and that we can actually spend time in prayer while hearing a great talk and then going out and realizing that He's near us every step of the way. So there's so many different ways in which people are graced that it's hard to even enumerate. Amen. And then when you look at your parish, you've been there a few years, and you're, you have this mm-hmm. mission that our Lord is blessing the cathedral in Duluth. Yeah. Uh, do, do you have any graces you hope, or maybe I would call them maybe fruits? Are there any fruits that you're hoping for, uh, that, that you're asking our Lord for, or anything like that, that looking into the I, future? I, yeah, you know, I, I, this, this Lent has been uh, the first Lent in three years that I felt uh, it's it's almost as though we're having a normal Lent again. The last two yeah. have been so difficult <laughs> with COVID yeah, that I agree. Um, just being able to invite people in uh, as a community of faith and to be nourished together um, in in something that's ordinary. I mean, the grace of just being able to come together is huge for me this year. Um, the other thing too is I I, I was transferred during the height of COVID, just at the very beginning. And so it was a very difficult time to uh, to try to get to know people when all you're seeing is half their faces because everyone's wearing masks and there's no big communal events taking place. So I think the grace of being able to reconnect as a community face is going to be something that I look forward to as well. But then um, uh, our, some of our dioceses in Minnesota have gone through some terrible times. I mean, we had our bishop that died suddenly, Bishop Serba. Yes. We had um, the challenges of bankruptcy that happened. And um, really, uh, we're at a point, um, a turning point, where the light is really starting to shine. And I think we need to take advantage of that and really strengthen ourselves as a community of faith to be able to take risks out there. I, I mentioned the high school it is a risk to begin a high school um, yes. nowadays, but it's a necessary one, you know? And so we have to take some necessary risks to be able to evangelize this world of ours. Yes, yeah, the teaching of our faith and the future of our oh. youth, it's definitely worth the risk and the, the investment of time and finances and energy to make that exactly. happen. Yes. Well, uh, when we get to the mission this week, again, for our listeners, it starts uh, Sunday, April 3rd uh, in the evening. First Mm -hmm. talk is at 7.30, and it goes through Wednesday. Uh, Do you have that information on the Cathedral website as well? Yes, we do. You can just go to um, our website, yep, 
Duluth Cathedral, uh, uh, DuluthCathedral.com, and you can find all the information there. Um, uh, so uh, if you're a, a person in our diocese, you can call us. You can uh, also find it in our diocesan newspaper. Lots of opportunities, lots of ways to look it up. Uh-huh. Will it also be uh, put through online at all, or will, there, will they be recorded and available later for Actually, people? Actually, that's correct. So we will, every talk uh, is going to be recorded and then placed on our website the next day. So okay. if someone misses a talk, they can go online and hear the talk uh, by the next day. So uh, if you miss one or if you're uh, 500 miles away but still want to hear those talks, just log on to our website, and you'll be able to hear everything. Talk. Very good. Well, Father, we have about 90 seconds left here in our time. It always goes so fast. Uh, are there <laughs> any, do you have any advice for our listeners out there how to finish these last few weeks before we get to Holy Week, uh, finish Lent well? I would say this, that if your commitment has been half-hearted, you still have time. So to start today. If you haven't been fasting well, we'll begin today. If you need some time, more time to pray, well, get into the church and get on your knees. Yes. If you haven't been doing well on some sacrifices, start today. Pick something. Find a way to make the rest of this Lent a good Lent. Don't worry about what you haven't done today. Start doing what you can do. Amen. And I, I'd compliment that with the, the, the intention of heart to... For the love of God, if you can grow in some way in the love of God, repentance from sin, and then the motivation, I'm going to love God through penances or fasting or doing what's good, forgiving someone, uh, the Lent is successful uh, because what, our Lord is so gracious. And we had that beautiful parable of the, of the Father yesterday. Did you hint on any things in your, in your sermon on that yesterday, Father? Well, I didn't because I used your A because we had the scrutiny. Oh, sure. So, <laughs> so so, my homily was a little bit different than that, but, um, you know, whatever homily you heard, whether it was from the uh, readings uh, in Europe about the man born blind and being uh, healed to uh, the prodigal son story, the, the, the point is that the Lord is always there waiting for you, and all we have to do is run to Him. Amen. Father Anthony Robleski from the Diocese of Duluth and the Rector of the Cathedral of Our Lady of Roj- the Rosary, thank you for being with us. Again, uh, all of you in the Duluth area, go support that parish mission, which begins April 3rd. Again, thank you, Father, for being with us. Real Presence thank Radio. You, thank you, Father. And Real Presence Radio will be back in just after this break. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network.